0: one 800 747
1: 3 That's 1-800-747-3733. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Countess Show.
0: It is 844 on the Mike Countess Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or 800 771 The phone number's in the studio with us. Future Ring of Honor recipient, if we have anything to say about it, uh, Martin Gramatica is here with us. Thanks, Mike. How are you doing, buddy? Good, I appreciate that. I
2: think my name's oh, w-
0: too long. I don't think it fits around. That's cool. <laughs> my
2: last name's too long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you just be- put M-G. Yeah, yeah. Or just seven. I'll take that. m Graham
0: <laughs> or something, that'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about it the other day. It's not that, uh, not that I, I don't know. I, I didn't think the Bruce Arians deserved to get in that early. And, uh, there were so many players that deserved to get there. And, and I feel like, um, you know, you have a hard job of being the kicker and there's not a, you know, you're not maybe not first on a lot of people's mind, the kicker, but in this town, you know, you certainly were, uh, the only offensive point scorer for this team for so many years. So, I, I I see it happening, uh, and I hope it I hope it happens uh, you know in our lifetime and soon while you're here before I find something at lifeguard that I can't witness it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm or if you th-
0: do find something, they're going to give it to you right away. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, please. Yeah. <laughs> what's that, Gio? I
1: said so I'm looking right now, and Martin is still the all-time franchise scoring leader with 592 points for wow. the Buccaneers. Wow, that is I great. Mean, come on.
0: You know what's going to happen is they're going to put Gene Deckerhoff up there too when he <laughs> retires. Oh, he's retiring this year. This he is it. Is he for yeah, sure? I so know I he heard. did FSU, right? We don't yeah. know if he's doing. I don't know. I think this was his last uh, game, and oh. not that he doesn't deserve it to be honored. But I don't know if he deserves to be in the Ring of Honor. You know, up on that on that thing. If he deserves to be in the Ring of Fire,
1: yeah, I think so. He's he's their guy. Yeah, but. Put him Put a plaque in the front of
0: the building. I mean, that's, <laughs> there's certain like same thing with Arians. Put a little put yeah. a little beret down there or whatever that stupid hat he used to wear was, and be like, "Hey, Bruce Arians, high five it." I,
1: I believe the radio booth is already named after him. Is it? That's I fine. Think so.
0: That's fine. Be uh be we're live from the Gene Deckerhoff radio booth. Let's go to the next announcer, whoever that guy is. I don't know. Bring in the Spanish guy. Just let him do it. Nobody pays attention anyway. Well, we had a disappointing game on Monday night. Uh, not only did we lose, but we got our ass kicked by the Cowboys for so many reasons. And uh, do you think Martin Gramatica putting you on the spot? Will Tom Grady be a uh, Buccaneer next season? I don't feel it. I mean, if I'm going to
2: be honest with you, I don't feel it. Especially with the, the whole the way, the week leading up to the, the final game or yeah. like the Cowboys game, he mentioned that he, it was a really tough year for his family and his kids, Yeah, which means that means he wants to spend more time with them. And also the goodbye to the media. That, that, he did
0: say thank you. and yeah. Too much. You yeah. know, like normally
2: say, hey, we'll see you guys or whatever, but he thanked them. And, and, and if he wants to be close to the kids, the, the reports of Miami, I think if he plays next year, it's probably going to be Miami. They, Miami has a, uh, I, I feel a team that can contend uh, even more. With, I think two was the issue this year. I mean, you have to bring that rookie in to get you to the playoffs. And yeah. stuff. So, uh, so if he does play, I think it's Miami, which is sad for us. I mean, I would love for him to stay here. Obviously,
0: I think it's, you know, I think it's silly that he would go to multiple teams. The only choice to me for him that would make sense. Uh, is going back to New England for a year, closing it out, ending his career where he started it. Giving Mac Jones a year to play under him because Mac Jones is a good quarterback, right? Uh, and being with Belichick and finishing the, he proved that he didn't need him. He went and won a Super Bowl in his first year away from him. Bring him back, bring Gronk back, and uh, let New England have them for one more year, and then have them retire, Super Bowl or not. Uh, I think that's a that's a um, dignitary dignity way to finish with dignity. And uh, I, would, I, would, I would see that happening. Anywhere else he goes, I think it just tarnishes him, especially if he goes somewhere and doesn't make the playoffs or you know goes out in the first game like here. Uh, that, I think, would be silly. It's Favre leaving and going to the Jets was cool because you're like, great quarterback, market number one. Favre going to the Vikings was cool because he went to the Packers' number one rival. But if he would have done one of those things, it would have been cool. Now it's just Favre went from team to team, and that was it.
2: Well, that's the thing. If he goes to Miami again, he's a rival of the Patriots. And going back to the Patriots, I don't know if Belichick would want that because what if they end up winning and now they're like, oh, you can only win with Brady. With Brady <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Belichick I hasn't really I, done much without. that. I don't think there's anybody in New England outside of Belichick that wouldn't want Brady to go back oh, to for one year. Yet. absolutely. Yeah. And I think Brady would have to just go, hey, let, let, I got a year of Mac Jones getting to play under Tom Brady, and I get to have Tom back for a year, get to have Gronk back for a year. And we most likely will win a Super Bowl. Let's try it one more time. Let's get the team back together.
1: But if you're if you're Mac Jones at that point, you you would want out of New England. Uh no. If you were the starter for two years, you're getting benched for one year to bring in the old man. Yeah. And then, you th- well, I'm going to be the starter again next a lot year. Of like, egos out yeah, there. Yeah. You're like, no way, I'm out of here. Screw okay. Guys. You
0: you bring in. Um, you bring in, what's his name, David Carr, and then it happens, you go, okay, I'm out of here. You bring in Tom Brady, though, and you're like, okay, I don't mind working one year with him. Yeah,
1: but when you're the starter, and you've been the starter, you want to be the, you want to be a starter in the league. Yeah. You don't I care don't. who's coming in.
0: No, you do,
2: but at the end of the day, the team owns your rights, so it's right. like you can't go anywhere until your contract's yeah. over, so Still you have, you the have same to deal money. with it. Yeah. You're going to have right. to deal with it for a year, even though he's not going to be happy, he's not going to like it, but he's got to deal with it, and... I, I even said it uh, when we got Tom the first time. We should have, dra- in my opinion, we should have drafted uh, an elite quarterback to learn under him for a couple years. Right, and and I don't know if Kyle Trask may be that guy. Uh, I I would I think we would have seen more. if He would have been the backup.
0: Yeah, if you trust he him, looked terrible when he played. Well, if you but trust he didn't get you know he only got to play that one time. Well, he went right.
1: to Florida right there. He <laughs> got Yeah. <laughs> some big limitations i was
0: going to mention that he's wearing his first digger he got rid of all the bucks gear already
2: (laughs) yeah yeah. like come on man you move on that quick he he shifted
0: he shifted i was in a raven shirt the next day i was like i'm moving far away from it yeah i i like who knows what's going to happen but obviously we're going to be paying attention we got the 19th pick i think in the draft yeah so i don't i don't know anything about college football so i don't know who the quarterbacks are or where they're where they're hanging out i never would have thought that uh the long-haired kid from Jacksonville. What's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence would have panned out the way he did. So uh, he's having a a great year. So, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited about what could happen if Brady leaves, who we end up with, you know what I mean? Who becomes a free agent, who's available, who we can track down. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be floating out there, and we'll see. It'll be interesting. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I would like to see that. He's unhappy wherever he's playing in Baltimore. You know, Derek Carr's not a bad
2: quarterback. You know, I think he got a bad deal with Josh McDaniel there. They, they just didn't match because yeah. he did really good with Bisatcha. So that could be an option here.
0: Yeah, I don't look. I don't think that he's a, a, a bad quarterback. Just how many years at this point is he the guy here? He's a lot like when uh, when Brad Johnson was here. You're like, oh, that guy from the Vikings. All right, bring him here and we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Hey, he yeah, Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I like Brad Johnson. Uh, watching Fat Brad Johnson make uh, basketball throws from half court is hilarious a, to it, me. It, but see, that's the that's the Brad we know, the funny guy. He was. Like, I don't know. We don't know that Brad. You know that Brad. We saw the stoic Brad right. who was there to work and do the job. Now we all get to see. I'm retired and having a ball funny Brad. I'm glad for him. Big oh, bad Brad. Big, Brad Brad <laughs> big bad Brad looks happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's having a good time. <laughs> he, yeah, he, yeah. He's loving it. He's become a TikTok sensation. I know. He kicked a field goal the other day, a soccer
2: goal. I mean, he does it all. I didn't know he had that kind of skill.
0: My son would not be interested in meeting Brad Johnson, the football player. He would be interested in meeting Brad Johnson, the TikTok star. <laughs> right. That's <a>, the that's <laughs> big difference. Uh, all right. Martine is here. We got football picks to make. We've only got a couple of weeks left. And, of course, Martine, uh Now, I didn't know that you had a, such a high and mighty title at, uh, at LifeGuard Imaging, Vice President <laughs> of Business Operations. Uh, and the, a lot and of pressure. The, it's <laughs> a lot of pressure, but it seems to be going very well because uh, I will tell you that if you have been thinking about making an appointment at LifeGuard Imaging, I would make it now because it's been very successful. A lot of people have taken our advice, and they are booking out you know, uh, weeks in advance. So if you'd like to get in there and get in there relatively soon, I would call immediately and make your appointment so that you don't have to wait a while. Uh, the company is doing very well, and that is because they've delivered great uh, services like they promised, like they did to GEO on Friday. And because uh, on TMZ, uh, Martine was sitting right in front of the lifeguard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was great. Like, yeah, That's what yeah, the yeah, vice nice president placement.
2: of business operations That's nice. right. Smooth. Perfect timing. I mean, they <laughs> called me. I said, look, I'm at work. Do you still want to do it?
0: <laughs> I made a note, and I said, after that guy missed the last kick, I made a note and said, call Martin tomorrow if we have time, because I can't imagine... The, I mean, when he missed the first one, I knew he was going to miss the second one. And when he missed the third one, you're like, know, he's done. It's in his head now. And he, he was coming
1: off one that he missed in the game prior. Yeah, five straight.
0: Right. How do you break that?
2: I kicked making the fifth one. Y- yeah. Because now now he ended with a with a make. He had a, he, he had 94% field goals. And right. 94%. He was doing great, yeah. And he had a 60-yarder. So it wasn't like he had an awful year. It's just one of those days. And I didn't think he was going to miss. You miss the first one; it happens. Right. Something like, okay. When he missed the second one, it, man, okay, now it's getting bad. And then, then it became mental because you saw him push two and then yeah. pull the next one. So then it's kind of like for 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 anybody, you, you over adjust. And once he hit that fifth one, I said, oh, he's back on track." As much as I wanted my Bucks to win, I felt awful for him because nobody understands more like what you're going through. Yeah. What I what I really liked, and I know there's a report. Oh, he go for two, and Dak Prescott was was not happy at the time. You're a competitor. You want to win, and if one of your teammates is not doing well, you've got to find ways to to, to finish a game, win it. That doesn't mean you don't trust him now. And he yeah. came out and Jerry Jones came out and trusted him and said he's going to be our guy. But the whole team, you know, when after he missed that fourth one, the, the offensive line, the, the whole field goal unit went up to him. So you know they. Care Does that for make him.
0: you feel better, or are you like you're still defeated? No, you still feel
2: awful for missing, but you feel good that your teammates at least know that. Look, I'm I'm a valuable part. The the only time I ever felt like out of place was like if I, if I'm on a new team that I I just got you there him, yeah. you don't know him that well but anytime I ever missed a kick here in Tampa my teammates were always there for me which makes you feel okay because you don't. Nobody feels worse than the kicker that misses. You've got these guys that beat the crap out of each other for 60 minutes, and all you have to do is kick the ball through the upright. So that you're looking at you like, man, you're sitting on the bench all day. Right. <laughs>
0: right. Right. What are you doing? And then yeah, you had one job. Yeah. I was going to ask you. So if he
1: misses the first one, does he go through his head and go, I finesse it too much, and then just crank the second one? Just hit it as hard as you can.
2: See, that's the thing. I think he was doing the opposite. He was trying to place it. Uh, yeah. He was trying to, you know, just guide Instead it just in, burying it. And you can't guide it in. At times, you just got to close your eyes and just hit it and let that muscle memory you've done it right. so much that muscle memory takes over
0: and i think a lot of people don't realize that you're kicking from different hash marks so you're not kicking straight on you're well, kicking the, you know
2: the extra point you can choose where you set right it. so i some guys like it because i would if i were doing this long extra point i would choose a hash mark because it's more like a field goal yeah and because it, it, but what i what i try to explain to people is like this is like Telling a basketball player, your free throw now is your three point line.
1: Yeah, they moved it back. Yeah. They moved it back. Yeah.
2: So then you miss a free throw. Oh, you missed three free throws. No, you missed three three pointers. Right. So that's why it's still mental because it's called an extra point, but these are longer kicks that the, the extra point back in the day was where kind of you worked on your game. If I felt off and I wasn't, can the ball clean, I was like, please score a touchdown so I could just. Kind of work on my game during the game. Yeah. You can't do that now. Now you have to hit it clean.
0: If not, you're going to miss. Yeah. I, f- I felt bad for the guy. I mean, I was glad. I was like, well, good. I hope they lose by three now. But, you know, uh, the rest of the team seemed to pick up the slack.
1: It was the <laughs> highlight of my night. I was celebrating every time he missed. <laughs> it was really the only possible thing I had to celebrate. Well, so bad.
0: I wish there was a gambling app that let you jump on and say, hey, Willie missed a third oh, one. Yeah. A fourth one. Cause yeah. I would have jumped on that in a second. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got to do football picks for the uh, next round of the playoffs. Right now, the game is over. You skated free. Spanish agreed to get the tattoo finally. We did? Yes. Okay. So I say at the end of the uh, season, we have it done live in the studio. I'd love that. Okay. Can I I help? Yeah, yeah. I Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, we're all going to do a little bit. Well, you're sense? good with that, Spanish? Well, it's not going to be that big, so I guess, yeah, you guys are going to all do a little bit of it. Uh, Once you, we duct tape you, we'll make it as big nine. as we want. Nine. Nine. Is it going to be, gonna be a number seven jersey? Is that what we agreed on? Oh, always said it's, it's going to be a seven that looks like an L also. <laughs> you should get the L, but when you look at it upside down, it's yeah, always a number seven. Well, yeah. yeah, either that or I was going to get a seven where it would be an
2: L, but either way, I'm down.
0: All right. Yeah, so yeah. I like a guy who doesn't welch on his back. Not going to I'm not going to welch. Yeah, I'll do it. Um. Well. Good. Uh. That's going to happen on the air on the show, right. and you'll be able to watch it on Bone TV. Probably not. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead and uh, let me open my little mail here, Carmen, and let's do our picks for the final week. Well, no, the next week of the uh, the division round, divisional round. Joe. Yes, Michael. We will start with you, football guru. All right. The first game, the Jaguars of what city? Uh, Jacksonville. That is correct. Uh-huh. At the Chiefs. I'll be selecting the Chieftains Galvin. Chiefs. Carmen. Chiefs. Martin. Chiefs. Spanish. Chiefs. Gio.
1: Jaguars. Mm.
3: <laughs> Cause it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I too am gonna say the Jaguars. Oh. I think they win. I like a little upset action. Yeah.
0: I, I, I think that uh knock off the one seed. That wifer's really getting to
2: uh Mahomes. You're lucky you did this before you went to lifeguard, because Frankie's a huge Chiefs fan. I know he is. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you don't at the virtual colonoscopy without even knowing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're going to scan you. That's,
0: what could be worse? Tell me you got a 2,000 score. <laughs> that
1: was the only downside of going to lifeguard was just Chiefs gear. He everywhere.
0: loves <laughs> the Chiefs. Oh, man, listen. He's got dress socks that are
1: Chiefs. You are
2: with like Chiefs. Like, uh, Frankie, really? But, so yeah.
0: when the Chiefs play here, because you're Martin Grammatica, future Ring of Honor guy, can you just go up to Patrick Mahomes and be like, hey, give me uh, your gloves or something for my uh, for my guy, or is that not cool? I mean, I wish I, I, I didn't do it, but I right.
2: pro- I probably will do that next time. If the Chiefs come to Tampa, Yeah, I mean, why not? What's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. I've yeah. been shut down before. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right.
0: Have you harassed a player for something and they said no?
2: No, no, I, I, I try not to because yeah. uh, it happened one time with a soccer player where we went up to work younger, yeah. and he was not nice. So I'm like, look, I'd rather not get to know these guys because everybody can have a bad day. But when you're a kid, now you're like, man, I hate this guy. Yeah. I want him to, yeah. You know, lose every game. I don't want him to miss every goal. So I
0: just don't approach guys. So I'd rather not. There was a Yankee named Roy Smalley, and Royce Smalley was mean to me. And I remembered it forever and I talked about it. And Spanish got him on the air a day later to apologize to me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't have that power to get somebody. I, I, to apologize I, yeah.
0: next day they were like, Roy Small. I was like,
2: get
1: out of here.
0: <laughs> and he called in and I go, yeah, yeah. I go, you didn't, you wouldn't sign my autograph and you were yelled at me. And, I, and he was like, no. I go, yeah. And he apologized. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Nice. I got to tell you, Spanish, that might have been your greatest move as a producer or if you just had your uncle pretending he was Roy Small. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, great move. Uh, the New York Giants at the Eagles, one of the best rivalries in football in the playoffs is gonna be huge. I'm going Danny dimes, I'll take the Giants. Martin. Giants. Carmen. Giants. Pap Pap. Eagles. Galvin. Gonna be tight, tight, tight. I'm taking Eagles at home. Geo. Eagles. Spanish. Uh the Giants. The Bengals at the Bills. Geo. Buffalo. I say Bills, You confused me. Yeah. Spanish.
3: Oh, Bengals. Carmen. Oh man. I'm going to go Bills at home.
0: Martine. Bills at home. Bills at home. Joe. Bills. Galvin. Bills. In the final game, the Cowboys who destroyed us here against a rookie quarterback and the 49ers. Galvin, Cowboys or 49ers? Well, I'm not, going for Well, I,
3: we have a hotline call. I got to answer and I can't yeah, listen. Yeah,
0: all right, what's your pick, Carmen?
3: Uh, well, I got to listen to the rest of you guys. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: that's not how I was supposed to go. go ahead, Galvin, what do I'm you got? I'm going 49ers. All right, Joe. Cowboys. Uh, all right, Martine. 49ers. Uh, all right, Gio. 49ers. Spanish.
2: Cowboys. <laughs>
0: and I take the uh, 49ers as well. Carmen, when you're back, tell us who Carmen picked, and then we'll go to Bert. Do you know uh, do you know Bert Kreischer? I know who he is. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I, I went to his show... Um, I mean, twenty years ago, I think. Size right? splitters or, or improv or Tampa Theater. The, the one in Ebor. Uh, Ebor improv. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, I did that. Um, and yeah, who, he was with somebody, uh, Jay Moore. Yeah, I think, I think they were they were together
0: that day. That was that was so funny. You said that, that was the weekend that I got married. That was the weekend I met Bert. Okay. That was twenty years ago. this March. That's so funny. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Mike, who did you pick? Uh, we I got it all written down here, Carmen. I'll okay. give it to you afterwards. Thank I just you. need to know who you're picking. Uh, I'm gonna go 49ers. Okay. All right. Is Bert on the hotline? Yes, he is. All right. Kill that music and bring him up, please. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from 20 years ago, from the improv to the Tampa Theater to now selling out arenas around the world, let's welcome our friend Bert Kreischer to the show. Bert, how are you?
3: I'm doing absolutely fantastic.
0: I am so sad and jealous that I am not on that bus riding around Europe. That looks like the most fun place to be in the world.
3: Dude, I am hemorrhaging money on this European tour. It
0: is so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) How much money. Because right, Bird has no uh, Martin, By the way, Martin Grammatic is in the studio with us. I know you're a huge Buccaneer fan.
3: <laughs> I remember, I remember. Uh, I got a, I got a good story about Martin Gramatica.
0: Tell us, Martin Schattemberg. Uh, hey, Bert. Bert. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy. I
3: remember. I, I remember you were. I, I feel bad. It's gossipy, but I remember you had you had a charity foundation. Yeah, I was I was there with another comic. I won't say his name, but the
2: other did. comic was like, "We already like, said, said Jaymore. Oh, for He owes me, me ten grand. I know.
3: He owes you ten grand. I, I remember him going like, "I'll match it. I'll match it." And then I, like, <laughs> oh, I never paid him. He goes, i will never give
2: him that money." <laughs> oh, uh, I've never seen him again. I was going to ask for it. He'll be here March twenty third. <laughs>
3: All right, I'll yeah. be, I'll, I'm here. <laughs> think of that. Every time I think of that, you have a brother, right?
2: I have two brothers, yes, yes. They both kicked the USF, one kicked. Yeah, you know, one of your cars.
3: brothers was with you. Yeah, one of your brothers was with you, and I remember I think of that every time your name comes up. Every <laughs> time your name comes up, I think ten grand.
0: <laughs> I would venture to say you're not the only one, Jay Morrow's ten grand to.
3: <laughs> no. That was, <laughs> my my foundation. It's, <laughs> my he foundation. Let's move on.
2: That's uh, true. Hey, my foundation took care of kids at Shriners Hospital, so I mean,
0: those kids oh. are suffering. Oh. Not me. Oh. <laughs> uh, Bert is on tour right now, and what? You're in London now. I'm in London right now, and the money is horrible. Just so we're
3: clear, <laughs> the money in Europe is horrible. You got literally the money in Greece was so low because. It's it's just it's, it's different than it is in the states. The promoters are different. Everything's different. And but I'm living. I'm staying in five star hotels. I have a double decker tour bus. The whole crew's flying first class. Every morning when they come to breakfast, they're like, "Man, my room's amazing." All I hear is
0: ching 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 ching. Why don't you just let them sleep in the bus? That's the whole point of having beds on the bus. You get the room in the hotel. No make them- crap. I'm, you're telling. You're telling me. I'm sitting here, going, like Like
3: we got the bus. And then this morning, they're like, and so now we're checking into the Soho Grand or whatever in London. And I was like, Wait, are we getting hotel rooms? And they're like, well, just to make sure everyone's comfortable. I was like, no! <laughs> nah. No!
0: Who is on tour with you? Shane Torres and who else?
3: Shane Torres, Mark Smalls, my trainer, Lacey, my assistant, Peter, my tour manager, Ben. Uh, I have a promoter named Cena, who you know. yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and my camera John Mann. So we have a group of eight, roughly. That dinners, hey, bus first class travel. Yeah, oh, no, I don't, I don't take care of him.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, boy, you hit me up yesterday, and you were like, "You should come to Amsterdam or drive to Antwerp." And I got to be honest with you, I was starting to price flights. I'm, I think that's got to be the most fun.
3: Oh, well, we got extra room on the bus. No one's sleeping on the damn bus. So yeah, please come.
0: <laughs> I'll sleep on the bus. I know I'm not I'm not bougie like that, like uh Shane Torres. Shane Torres was living in a hut in Tennessee a couple months ago and now he's on a double decker tour bus in Europe. That guy are you even paying him? He didn't even deserve to get paid. He just be, be living off the land. Oh no, everyone's
3: getting paid well. It's, it's look, here's the thing is we, we we set up this tour and we're like it's not a moneymaker. It's just you do it. To establish touring, some places you make good money: London and Dublin, Manchester. Uh, you get you make good money in the UK dates, but all the Scandinavian dates are a wash. Antwerp's a wash. Amsterdam's a wash. Greece, like all the, the different markets, are a wash. And you just do it to establish touring, so that you can go back and do bigger venues and bigger venues. Which I'm look, I'm joking. Cause I'm totally cool with. But yeah. trust me, if it if, if Every now and then, I'm just like, so another five star restaurant, huh, guys?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about though in the United States? When you come here, you're going to be here February 17th. We're talking about uh, you know 19,000 people at Amalie Arena. That's nearly sold out already. Yeah,
3: we're, we're oh yeah, we're slumming it. Everyone's on the bus. I don't want to hear a thing. We're eating McDonald's. I don't want to hear a thing. I need to
0: make money. Yeah, but that's a money, that's a money maker. I figured it out just, just a bit, because the last time you were on the show, I don't know if you were drunk out, but you told us about that you get uh, a little bit of the beer money, too. That's got to be a, that's got to be like a million dollars a night. Uh, no,
3: <laughs>
0: not
3: a million dollars a night, but. Close,
0: close. <laughs> I just, just figuring out the numbers, I got to be like, he's, he's making a couple hundred thousand dollars a night.
3: Figure out that I also got 3,000 text messages from friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let me tell you who's your best friend in Tampa. Your best friend in Tampa is who? Bert is you. Damn right it is. Because this guy bought yeah. seats on my own and then uh, tried to buy a suite the other day. I talked to the the guy at the suite, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna buy a suite because I got everybody hit me up for tickets too, and I'll just put everybody in the suite." But then uh, I found out it was like the dead. It's in like all the way in the back, back, back. Like I, I could do it to go see Fleetwood Mac, but I can't go do to see to see one guy on stage. I'll never be able to see anything. So I'm just sitting in my seats. Yeah, that's where I'm putting my parents in the dead, dead, dead back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. All right, now here's the important question: Do you know who's going to be here with you when you're in the states? No, actually, I don't. Actually, I'm looking
3: for a second comic to bring with me to Tampa. Because right now it'll be Mark Smalls and me, and they're like, "Oh, who else do you want to bring to Tampa?" Because I do Orlando, and then secret time, Tom and I are doing a really big thing that Sunday, which we haven't mentioned yet, we haven't announced yet, but you can probably figure it out if you know the map. But uh, but who? who, I don't know. I don't know who to bring. I want to bring someone fun that's going to destroy and have a and and murder. I want to bring someone who kills. So I don't know who to bring.
0: I don't know this Mark Smalls fella. He, I assume he's funny if he's on the road with you. He's hilarious. He's hilarious, and he's an
3: amazing golfer. He has a he's he's and he's like the chillest dude to be around. And he's been through a lot of therapy. So anytime you start getting worked up, he goes, "Nope, do, you know these these are words or triggering words." Or, you know, he's like a really great
0: guy. <laughs> That's what you need—almost uh, therapist on the show with you. Uh, well, all right, so 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 how is is a good paying gig? Like we go get somebody. Like, I need to know what caliber of uh, comedian to get.
3: Uh, it's yeah. I, I mean yeah. I, I can all these arena gigs. Here's the thing: is like when we did Fully Loaded, we we it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a moment where we realized I I could sell those tickets by myself, but I'm ending up taking all the best comics in the country with me. So I go all right. So we'll do that for ten days, and we'll do it in markets I couldn't sell that I that I wouldn't normally go to, and we'll and we'll, we'll challenge ourselves. And then when I was doing these, like I'm doing the Mullet Arena for the Super Bowl, I'm doing wow. the in in Tempe. We've added four shows in at the arena in Tempe because I'm with Shane Gillis and Mark Norman. So that's huge. So uh, so like yeah, you can bring those guys, pay a little extra, and then you start adding shows. But at places like Tampa, I don't need to like bring the extra big act, but I kind of want to because it's Tampa.
0: I you know my first choice is always gonna be Bobby, and then uh, my second choice. I I
3: reached, out, I, reached out to, I reached out to Bobby to do dates. I did. He's uh, he he doesn't have any availabilities.
0: Hmm. That sucked because he I reached
3: out to Inbag. I reached out to Chris Porter. I reached out to um, uh, Chad Daniels. I reached out to uh, uh, was, uh, I reached out to a lot of really big comics, going like, "Hey, I, I you know, I'm doing an arena, and you know, next time you come through Tampa." It's going to be nineteen thousand people. So next time you come to Tampa, your your shows will sell out clean in a matter of seconds. So all you got to do is fifteen minutes in front of me and just destroy. Yeah. And it's like I, I Chad Daniels is like one of my favorite right now. What so about? I out to a lot of big name comics and everyone's busy. What's who? Who do you think, Carmen? I was going to say, what about an up and coming comic? You know, he's opened a few times. Mike Kelta. No. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: no, but uh, what about? <laughs> I'm going to make the pitch for Mike Cannon again
3: i I got to watch his stand-up every time. I, I, now I know who he is. He comes up on my feet, and I'm like, oh, I know this guy. This is the guy I thought was Gary Cannon. Right, not Gary Cannon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mike Cannon, and he's and he's was on our cruise, and he's been in the studio a bunch of times, so our audience kind of knows him.
3: That might answer. be fun. I'll nice hit him up. I'll, I'm, I'm, i I got to send out a round of offers today to people to try to get. It's for, i for. going to need them for Savannah, Orlando, and then some places in the middle and you'd be shocked man some people some really big name of comics have reached out to me asking to open and i'm, and I'm like i can't follow you dude like no <laughs> can, i don't know
0: that's, what you think i i i tell you bird in an all serious moment i like to we get like to goof around a lot but i was talking to this to the guys this morning um i you know martin Mar- i said to martin have you ever met Bert? And He goes, i saw him 20 years ago with jay moore and i said that's funny because that's when i met Bert. 20 years ago as a middle guy for jay moore to then, uh, you know, doing a couple of shows at the Improv in Tampa, then, uh, you know, moving up to the call and to work shows, then moving it to a theater, to Tampa Theater, and now selling out the arena where the professional hockey team plays, where Madonna's going to play, where... That, I, I, that, I'm so happy for you to have watched that career grow to this length. And now that I'm talking to you while you're in Europe doing a tour, I mean, what's that like when you get to Europe in a country? I, don't, I couldn't find Antwerp on a map for a million dollars, and there you are showing up there, and there's a line around the corner of people there to see you be fat and drunk.
3: I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's crazy. The, uh, the craziest thing that I can't wrap my head around is they do this um, they do this thing where it's like most requested artists in cities, and uh, and they see you, the 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 city and who they requested the most and most most of them's like Morgan Whalen or like yeah. like those guys like these country artists and or like Taylor Swift or or like well, I don't know big names and it was bizarre but I was the most requested artist requested in Alaska.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I'm just, I think it's great, man. I'm so excited, and uh, I'm happy to be able to come and see you here in Tampa, knowing that your parents will be there and knowing that your family will be there and all the all the people that you went to high school with that thought you were a loser are going to be there and see you selling out the uh, the arena. I think that's great. Although, I have to say, I not knowing, I want you to tell me what your highlight is out of all these things, but it has to be you with the spear at FSU, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the
3: one. I mean, I'll get emotional. I'm trying to do something big with uh, the movie because, you know, we announced the movie's coming out um, over uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do something big with the trailer. And so I was like, yo, can you give me the trailer and I'll leak it at the Tampa show before I go on stage. And I'm getting a lot of pushback.
0: <laughs> why? Why? When the, I mean, we were talking about that. They should be having you play the, even if it's the other trailer, the teaser trailer before the show, just to let people know there's a movie coming. Or, or I,
3: I'm I, I'm not even joking around. So I you know I leaked the trailer on Rogan and and it, and because of that we got Sony as a distributor and then because of that they were really impressed with the comments. There were like comments where people were like, "Yo, I don't even like Burke, but this movie looks awesome." <laughs> but then we got we're getting funny. released in like we're getting released in ten thousand theaters. I think a thousand theaters or something, uh, Memorial Day weekend. We got a huge lease. And then they leaned in and they're like, yo, what other marketing ideas do you have? And I was like, are you being serious? Because I have a lot of big ideas. And they're like, yeah. And I did. And I, and I presented the numbers of how many people I'm performing in front of before that time. And I was like, yo, let's do something. Let's do some sort of activation at these arena shows. I was like, give me, and so right now I'm pushing to get some sort of content that I can play before the shows. Get some sort of way to get people engaged. I, I mean, I, I like I'm I'm having big ideas that like they haven't done in movies yet that they're wow. that I think they're going to try to ro- maybe roll the dice on with me. But it's been, dude, it's been that was been the biggest that movie, and and I like I'm I'm so excited for that to come out. You have no idea the the damn the sizzle to to announce the 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 promo I did to announce the. Memorial Day, I just had a car run over my foot, and yeah, I did, th- was I did that real? an accident, and it, and it it was 100% real. It was 100% real, and I messed up my foot for real, And uh, and but it was like we were just going to have me roller skate behind the car, and then I ran over my foot, and we're like, screw it. Put it together. Sony's like, this is brilliant. You're acting like "Oh, Yo, I I really
0: ran over my foot. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if that's real. Whatever. It looked good. It was. It worked out good. The movie is uh, The Machine, and it's going to open Memorial Day weekend. And I have, Liz uh, Bert's told you, and he's told it on other shows, when, when Bert does a thing, I feel like as his friend, it's my job to be honest with him and tell him the truth. And I always have, whether it's good or bad this movie looks so goddamn funny that I have not showed it to one person that I went, that looks hilarious. Like, you're, you, when you throw up and put it in your pocket, I mean, I've never, that made me laugh so hard, and I know you, haven't seen you, have been doing stuff, dumb stuff for years. I can't wait to see it. I think this is going to be great. I think that's going to be the point where I can't get you to text me back anymore.
3: Oh, I might, I might retire after that. I might, <laughs> I'm going to sign on to do seven, seven, I'm going to sign on to do seven machines and leave and just be like, I'm done. I'll do it. I'll just do the machine movie seven times.
0: Like Galifianakis. where is he after hangover? You don't see that guy anywhere.
3: And he just started doing stand up again. Oddly oh. enough. Dude he bounced. He made money. He made money and bounced and was like, I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna get I'm gonna raise a family. I'm gonna live in North Carolina and I was like, How cool is that? I would love to do that.
0: Bert used to tell me about Zach Galifianakis before he was famous. They'd be like, Zach is going up to do a show and he has hired a choir and all these people. They're like, he actually will end up having to owe money after his set's over. But that's how dedicated he was to to getting the laughs. Uh, and then he totally, totally blew up. All right, well, look, I want to remind everybody, uh, February 17th is the date for Bert. It's a weekend night. It's Valentine's Day weekend. If you don't have tickets, don't complain because we've been telling you about it for since last year to go get your goddamn tickets. But let's make sure it's a full, solid sellout. All the upper deck stuff is full. And it doesn't matter. There's screens. And wherever it is, it's a concert. So you'll be able to see it everywhere. And go support Bert and sell this place out. And uh, what is my part in this show? What do I need to do?
3: Uh, don't worry. We'll figure that out. We're going to do something big. We're going to add a little razzle-dazzle to it because it is Tampa. And I think we've have done so many, like, we're, we're changing. I hired a production crew to travel with me for these. T- so they're going to set up the stage. They're going to take care of the lighting. They're going to take care of the jumbotrons. It's all stuff that is, like, I've incorporated into the budget, and I think we'll do something. We may go a little Zala- Gallifanakis on the end of this show just to make sure Tampa has, like, a, uh, a really special razzle-dazzle.
0: All right, good. Well, I'm so looking forward to seeing it and hanging out with you, and, uh, you know, happy for your success, buddy. And get your tickets, Emily Arena, Burt Kreischer, the 17th. You never know who's going to be there with him. Uh, Burt is never not taking great comics out on the road with him, so it'll be Burt and uh, and Smalls and whoever else is out there with him. Uh, let us know if you need anything before then. Good luck with everything, pal.
3: I love you so much. Martin Gramatica, it was great catching up with you. It's been 20 years too long.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Good talking to you. <laughs>
3: See
0: you, Burt. Enjoy Europe. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Love see you guys. Right. Yeah. There you go. The great uh, machine, Bert Kreischer. Uh, it's good to see him having so much success. Yeah. It really is. Because, uh, you know, in the beginning, this just being up there drinking and taking a... Sh- he was so... He did a show called the Call and Sick to Work show where he'd come on our show in the morning and then go straight to the start improv. Start drinking. Start drinking. <laughs> then go straight to the improv and do a show in the middle of the day and everybody's supposed to call and sick to work and show up. Everybody did. It's sold out. <laughs> so we go to the show... And Burt was drinking from the time he was on our show. He was so drunk on stage. Now, when I say drunk, I don't mean like falling down where you look at him and go, that guy's drunk. He functional. He's totally functional drunk. He was so drunk that he called Tom Segura live on stage and the, and Tom didn't answer. And they're like. The person you have reached at, three, one, zero, and gave out his entire number to the whole audience. (laughs) And then afterwards, I go, that was great. He goes, how about this? I go, how about when you gave Sakura's number out? And he goes, I called Sakura. I go, (laughs) yeah, you did, buddy. And then a guy fell and hit his head and died. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, not in the same day, but he fell, hit his head, died two weeks later. Uh, There was a lot of things, a lot of things uh, tied here to Tampa with Bert. So uh, be a good show. Uh, February 17th, Amley Arena. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster or the Amelie Arena box office. We'll all be out there for the show and we're uh, really looking forward to it. I must take a break. Martine, thank you. Thank you, uh, Thank you for hanging. If you want to make your appointment to LifeGuard Imaging, 813-582-5222. That's 813-582-5222. Uh, like we said earlier, they're starting to get very busy and starting to book out weeks in advance. So if you uh, were thinking about getting in and you weren't sure, do it now before you're waiting for June, July for an appointment. 813-582-5222 or LifeGuardImaging.com. Uh, Martin, we'll see you next week. See you next week.